into the full. My name is Chrissy. And I'm Emma Rose. And we are so excited to yes, have you here today. We're so excited to be back. So excited that you are here watching us today. If you don't know already, we are two best friends who are in school together at Fuller Theological Seminary. And we are sharing our journey with you. Exactly. And what we're doing is trying our best to take what we're learning about theology and psychology and integrating it and seeing what God has in store for us there. And we're mainly focused on um, health and what it relate, what it means to have emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, and even relational health. And so we're sharing everything that we're learning in the journey. Yeah. And we're so excited to share with you today. Yeah. yeah. So I am pursuing an MDiv, which is a Master's of Divinity at Fuller Theological Seminary. Yep. And Emma is doing her PhD in clinical psychology. Yep. And um, yeah, we are so excited to just be back yes. on screen with you guys. Yes. We know it's been a minute, so we definitely want to share a little bit about what's going on in our lives, what has been going on. Yeah. And um, ready to get into, yeah. are we calling this season two? No, I don't I remember think, what I think we it's said. season two. I mean, <laughs> I think the last time, so we did eight episodes. I believe it was eight episodes I last, think so. last year. And we really wanted to get a rhythm for what God was doing with the show. Yeah. Um, and also get a rhythm for what we were doing and, and also school and family and ministry and all of the things. And so I think we want to kind of fill you guys in on what we've been doing there. Um, yeah. Um, and then as Chrissy was saying, then talk about what we're doing now and then also what you have to look forward to for the rest of the year as we move forward. Yeah. So um, I guess, would you like to start? Yeah. Okay, cool. So obviously we've been gone for, I think it was 10 months. Yeah. It feels so like a long time. I feel like we have to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. There's no big elephant, but it has been a crazy 10 months for us. Yeah. And um, we learned that we have to listen to ourselves. We have to listen to our bodies. We have to listen to our hearts and what's going on in life. And just, um, yeah, so we want to share that with you. I know yeah. for me, um, it, nothing super crazy was going on. I didn't um, have any like massive things that occurred, but I just learned that I was going through a season where I was getting burnt out. And um, I'm like, pretty darn new into ministry, yeah. and um, but also juggling a lot, right? Yeah. I'm in school, I'm military, I work a couple jobs, I lead yeah. a church, and um, I was just starting to realize um, I'm tired, mm. and I didn't, we didn't want to share from a place of lack. We yeah. want to come to our audience, to you guys, and honor that you guys are here to learn from our journeys, but not learn when we are like not at our worst, but kind of at yeah, our worst, yeah, right? Yeah. And so hopefully you guys can understand and feel confident that when we come to you, we're not going to have it all together. Obviously, yeah. we're not going to be perfect, but we are going to honor that you guys are here to learn and you don't need to be like, you know, getting our sloppy seconds in a way, <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, I don't know if that's the right yeah, word. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think, I think also too, um, you know, we talked about this before as well and we thought like, you know, and I actually think we talked about this with Dr. Tama, is what it means to come from a place of striving and yeah. wanting to um, do our best to push through and do what we need to do versus coming from a place of overflow. And yeah. um, not necessarily, as you mentioned, we'll always be perfect, but we did want to honor that maybe the Lord wanted us to rest in that yeah, moment. Absolutely. And so there were a lot of things happening, um, not just with you, but also with me. And so yeah. um, for us, we were like, okay, well, what does it mean to take a break? And so not, so we didn't just rest from the podcast. We actually took some time yeah. off from school too. Yeah. I took two quarters off, which is 
pretty much a whole six months off. Yeah, yeah. And it was so needed. Like yeah. it was, I, I feel like um, I was just in a season where I was losing interest, not necessarily in school, but just losing motivation. And I learned that that, like I get extra lazy when I'm tired. And yeah. so I just recognized that was um, something I had to learn about myself. Yeah. And then I also had military training that mm -hmm. I was gone for a few weeks. Um, just so much going on. So on my end, that is kind of what was going on. Yeah. Um, I know for Emma, you can share. Yeah. Kind of going through some hard <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, yeah, my so I'm married. <laughs> you guys didn't know that. <laughs> um, and we actually live next door to my mother-in-law and father-in-law um, here in Orange County, which isn't too far from where we are in the studio right now. Um, in California. And um, we actually had my mother-in-law pass um, within the last two weeks of school for the spring quarter. And so basically I was going into finals and I was like, I don't even remember what I read last week. Like it was, it was just such an unexpected kind of really intense passing where, um, you know, you hope that medicine will and miracles will get you through to the next thing. And unfortunately, um, even with surgery and whatnot, um, she did pass to a heart attack. And the hard part, not just with grieving for us, was also for me and my husband to see what it meant to actually take on caregiving with my yeah. father-in-law. So my father-in-law has dementia, um, and it's been a drastic lifestyle change for me and my husband to essentially kind of change our lives to be able to support yeah, him. so hard. Yeah. And so, um, so I took some time off from school. Thankfully, um, Fuller is so kind to have these mechanisms in place where if you have already taken 80% of the class, you can actually um, take a break. And so they actually told me, you know, you can finish up your schoolwork in the end of summer quarter. So it allowed us to actually plan for the funeral or the memorial service. And yeah. it, it allowed us time to grieve and to like figure out life and money and all of the things because we had to figure out how are we going to pay for life taking care of dad. Yeah, and absolutely. it was just a lot. It's hard. Yeah, it was a lot. And so actually, even though Chrissy had a lot going on with ministry and whatnot, and we were talking about what it would look like to take a break, it was almost as though the Lord was like, well, you have to take a break too, Emma Rose. Yeah. And um, it was much needed. And I would say that I I feel a lot more confident being here today with you than I think I would have been 10 years, 10 years ago, 10 months ago, <laughs> if we still kept trying to meet. So so thank you for being patient with us if yeah. you've been following us in our journey. Yeah, we appreciate it because yeah. any other, you know, social media world or content or even like a TV show, if you take an extended break, people are like, what the heck? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. And we need answers. So we are just grateful for you guys. Yeah. Um, and we're honored to just have this space where we can be vulnerable and honest with you guys on yeah. what's going on and then continue when we feel like the Lord um, has given us rest and yeah. has given us like the okay to get back into it. Yeah. So. And I want to say, I think that's biblical too, because the yeah. sabbatical or the Sabbath is something that a lot of um, people who are culturally Jewish practice where they yeah. take the seventh year, they take a year off from work and stop producing to allow for rest and yeah. allow for more production later on. So in some ways I felt like he required that of us, even yeah. though we didn't expect it. Right. Well, um, I mean, I, I kind of joke about this, but mm. Jesus took a lot of naps. He did. <laughs> so In the storm. <laughs> yeah. Like if Jesus needed to nap, I think it's really prideful for us to believe that, no, there I got go. this. We can continue. I don't need to rest. That's you a know, good, that's like a good it's word. a joke, but also it's true. It's a joke, but the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus 
went away. He rested. He prayed a lot. Yeah. He stayed like his disciples were like, okay, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you care that we're in the middle of a storm? He's yes. like, yes, that's why I'm sleeping right yep, now. Exactly. Um, so also, let's, oh, oh, wait, go for do it. you mind? Okay. Yeah. Well, I do also want to <laughs> share a public service announcement in oh, the yeah. sense of, um, we also did have something strange happen in the sense where we found out of people um, pretending to be us online, yeah. um, specifically one of us on a dating website. And we will just say, if you ever meet us online with any social media outlet, we will not be um, telling you we're in a different country or telling yeah. you that we need money from you um, because we need to get out of another country that is not that is not our MO, that is not true. And if you we, feel as though you're being conned into something, please reach out to us because it's yeah. not us. So there are people who are out there who are taking advantage and we just want you guys to know we would never do that to you yeah. or put you in that position. So please reach out to us if you're ever concerned. The only place we will ever ask for money is Basically on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, on our live. Patreon, yeah. I will never, ever ask yeah. you personally. Yeah. Like, I am single, so you, I might be on some dating sites, but I will never ask for money, so. <laughs> I feel like now all the people are like, ooh, what dates Which going on? is she on? Oh, <laughs> no. Anyways, we'll move on from that conversation. Let's talk about other life that we're actually yes, doing now. <laughs> yes, That sounds good. So we are actually, um, was this your first quarterback? This now was, oh, last quarter was my first okay. quarterback. Well, we are taking a class together, <laughs> which has been so much fun. Yay. I have just been loving it's it. It's so fun. It's great, too, because um, I joke about this, too, but Emma's, like, the brains between us, too. And um, I learned from, like, doing practical stuff, and she's just so smart and wise. So it's been really fun for us to um, take a class together, learn together, and the class yeah. that we're taking is – personally and my favorite I think yours too but, I love it um just the um way that it's constructed is so cool because it's very team oriented group oriented yeah. um and we actually get to know our classmates and yeah. it's just been really cool to take together yeah yeah and I think we've talked about how Chrissy learns by conversation and experiences yes. and I learn by like reading and being alone and it's really neat nope. to bring us both together because we're <laughs> able to like really allow the learning to go deeper yeah. and this specific class allows for that like this yeah. specific class actually has you in groups um, it's actually called practical theology mm -hmm. and in some ways I think it's helping us to even practice being with other people and doing Absolutely. work with other people so. yeah because it's literally practical theology so yeah. we've talked about and we'll get into this a little bit but we're talking about how to deal with death and how do we have those conversations with people? Yeah. How do we deal with racism? How do we have those conversations? And yeah. um, so it's just been really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, Dr. Cormode or Scott is amazing. He's yeah. an amazing teacher. We are so, so fortunate to be taught by him and, and just taught in this way. So it's, yeah. it's been really fun. And I think we're actually going to share a little bit about some of the highlights, I think, for both of us Yeah, with that class. Um, and I'm curious what's been kind of resonating with you with the class so yeah. far. I feel like a lot of what's resonating for me is what we've just walked through. Mm. So um, Scott talks a lot, like one of the first, for I mean, we talk about it consistently, is the ideas of making spiritual sense. So what that means is when you are walking through something in your life, how does it not just make sense to you, but how does it make spiritual sense? So how do you wrestle in your faith mm. based on what's going on? If you, lo you lose, um, say you lost a child to cancer, how do you wrestle with that in your faith? Because yeah. obviously we believe in healing. We believe in science that heals. You know, we believe that the miracles that Jesus commanded us to do are still possible today. But 
when that doesn't happen, how do we make spiritual sense of that? Yeah. And then even in the midst of that, dealing with different mental models that we have or lies that we believe, like, you know, was my child not healed because I sinned? Or was my Mm -hmm. child not healed because I didn't pray hard enough Mm -hmm. or I didn't do X, Y, or Z? And those obviously are just massive lies that we all come across. We all believe. We all wrestle with those things in our life, whether it's as small as, um, am I worthy or am I good enough to do X, Y, or Z? Or did I not do something and that's why someone wasn't healed. So it's like this huge spectrum doesn't matter what it is, but we still wrestle with those lies and needing to make sense of those things. And I think that um, like personally for me, as I was walking through so much and like having uh, old issues come back up in my life, like was I actually healed? Like do I actually have big faith because these issues are coming back into my life? Like, am I good enough to be on a podcast with my friend? Like, am I, you know, am I going to lead people astray? All of these things go through my head mm-hmm. still, right? Like, I'm still making sense of it. I'm still wrestling with it. Um, but understanding, like, these are just things that we learn and we grow through. And so in this class, when we're talking about, okay, what are these big lies in our head and addressing it, right? How do I make spiritual sense that, Something I was healed from years ago has come back into my life and I'm wrestling with it again and struggling. Um, Like, how do I make sense of that without taking on that shame? Yeah. Without um, believing, like, God is still good even though I'm wrestling with this. He has not left me even though I'm still wrestling with these things. Mm -hmm. So it's been cool in class. You know, in class, we kind of talk about it more on, like, a leadership level. Like, how do you – wrestle and make spiritual sense with your people? Um, How do you recognize mental models or big lies in other people? But we can't do any of that until we can look within and like figure out those things personally. Um, And I think one thing, um, like one of the lies is also a fear and we'll kind of talk about this later Mm -hmm. in our, um, or next month in our practical pause. Um, I was, I've been studying in Luke and in Luke, there were so many times where, um, Gabriel, which is the angel of the Lord comes to different people and they all feel fear. And the first person was Zacharias and Gabriel's telling him, you're going to birth a son who is John the Baptist. And he had fear. I think I was joking with Emma, I think partially because the way we imagine angels are not actually what the bible describes as angels angels actually like are pretty scary looking so i'm sure that's like yeah we all think they're like little baby looking things like cherubims or like they have these beautiful graceful wings right yeah no i wish we should have gotten a picture to put them on screen you can go google biblical (laughs) angels but they've got like i can't remember how many eyes on their face and they're just creepy looking like they just are. So I'm sure that's part of, partially. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, a whole other topic yeah. for another time. I'm sure there's a reason why, you know, they're going to be like warriors yeah, and times yeah, like they yeah. probably got to look scary. But <laughs> anyways, um, so uh, Zacharias encounters an angel yeah. and is, you know, they're super old. I can't remember how old they were, but um, that he said, you're going to have a son. And he's like, um, how is that possible, right? Yeah. And he has fear. Yeah. And then the next person the angel goes to is Mary, who is Jesus' mm-hmm. mom, mm-hmm. and she has fear. 
And then the next people the angel comes to are the shepherds in the field that the angel goes to um, proclaim that Jesus has been born. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them had fear. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's something to learn in that, that sometimes when um, God is speaking something to you, it's heavy. Or sometimes yeah. what he's calling you to do big. is big. And so there's some fear attached with that, yeah. right? The Bible does say, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah. But that verse, actually, if you look at the, um, at the, I think the, the, the Greek of it is, mm -hmm. it's actually a spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. Whereas, um, and you know, theologians can double check me on this, but, <laughs> um, sometimes I think it's, there's a, a demonic spirit of fear, which mm -hmm. God has not given mm -hmm. us. Um, but when God's calling us into something, it doesn't mean that we won't have natural human mm -hmm. emotions yeah. of yeah. fear and being scared of what God's calling yeah. us into. And it should be that way yeah. or else if we can just no fear, like I'm good, I got this and it's all on me. Yeah. You don't have to rely on God. Right. And so to bring it back, I, mm. I've just learned that I'm learning the balance between the spirit of fear that mm. I know is not from God mm. and partnering with him and what he's called yeah. us to do, what he's yeah. called me to do that is going to be scary. Like I have no idea what the yeah. future holds for our podcast, for ministry, for yeah. the future. But the fact that like it's going to have some weight and some um, heaviness to it and some fear just means like I just have to learn to rely on God yeah. and move with him rather than like, hey, I got to figure this out on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I have chills just from what you just said. Um, I think there is this level of human natural fear, as you mentioned, and it comes from knowing that it's bigger, knowing yeah. that you don't, there are areas of uncertainty, but knowing that there's a step that you're being called mm -hmm. to do. And so knowing that that first step may come with trembling and fear. Yeah. Um, and I just think about even Moses and how yes. he was like, you know, Yes, like he... I relate to Moses because I don't talk super well. You guys right. know my Chrissy isms and messing things up. So I'm like, Moses, I get you. You're just human, yeah. And and Moses was so human and, and he had his stutters and he had mm -hmm. his things. And I just think of like how much fear he must have had going to um approach his like imagine. previous life. Like he yeah. hadn't been in Egypt in a long time. So to yeah. go back to that place and to ask and demand that his people be set free like it yeah. is very scary right addressing Pharaoh exactly and so um yeah I think that's such a good word and yeah. it's so cool that the Lord has been speaking to you about that yeah um as you're studying Luke and I just think of like how great that you had the quiet time with him yeah in the last 10 months or so for him to like speak deeper to you about that truth yeah. Um, because we did have a conversation even before we left um, back in March, I think, last year of, of, of you know, being fearful of, okay, am I speaking from this place of, of that I have to know it all? Or am I speaking from this place of like, okay, I feel like God's allowing me to share this. Yeah. And so um, just to see how like God's spoken yeah. the deeper truth He's, in you. Yeah. It's been, it's really good. And um, I've shared this with you too. There is a verse in James, I think it's James Three one, or one three three, three one. one yeah and yeah. um and it says it literally says that teachers so biblical teachers will be judged more strictly and um you know there's like even a balance there of okay I'm not gonna let that be a spirit of fear where it's gonna 
you know, fear me away from what God's calling me to do, but also understanding that there is a weight that comes with being a leader in ministry and, you know, being a teacher at Bible study, teaching you guys. And so having that, like, you know, just honoring that, being wise and um, not letting it be fearful. Yeah. Yeah. I also see like just the balance of honor and humility. Yeah. Like we won't know it all and we can't know it all because Mm -hmm. we're not God and God is still teaching us and and growing us spiritually um, and in all of the ways. And like, I think there's that just the balance. And I think of like Jesus, he holds that balance so well. Like he's always humble, but also like confident in mm-hmm. what the Lord has told him to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's so good. Well, thank you, Lord. <laughs> for helping I me love through this. that. I yeah. love that. So what about you? What is coming up in yeah. this class for you? So as Chrissy mentioned, like I've just enjoyed just the way that the class is. Um, it is just so teamwork oriented, communal. Like I don't think I've been in a class that was so communal yeah. as this is. And it's so good. If you can believe it, it's online too. So yeah. like you have an online community that is like learning together and growing more deeply together and reading a lot together. And it's mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Um, and so I've really enjoyed the process of learning. I've enjoyed the process of us learning together. Um, but I most recently, I so I'm not a theology student. I didn't go to like a Christian undergrad <laughs> or anything. There. Yeah, like I, I, I'm not. I'm still learning a lot of things. There are a lot of big words that are shared in theology classes where I feel like I look up every single time I read it, and I'm like, okay, like this is. I ha- there's a lot of big words and a lot of different words. So, one of the new concepts that I am seeing for myself is this concept of docetism. Um, and it is this concept that really came out in like 150, 200 after death, after Christ's death, where people believed that Jesus um, was not actually fully human, that he just um, had the illusion that he was human. So even though, you know, we, I know God, I know Jesus as being fully human and fully God, other people actually believe that he wasn't fully human and that he, mm-hmm. a lot of the things that were part of his human experiences were just an illusion which like sounds kind of crazy to talk about, but it actually makes sense in the sense of how I've been struggling in the last year, really. And, and not, I don't know if struggle is the right word, but maybe wrestling. Um, so being at a school like Fuller, where I'm learning psychology and theology, we're learning a lot about um, just the context of someone's experience, whether it is their race or their ethnicity or their culture or um, even like if they're poor or if they're privileged, if you know, yeah. um, and even like politics and, and things like mm-hmm. that, we're learning about what it means to integrate all of us into giving it to God and trans- letting him transform yeah. it. And um, it has been really interesting for me because I would say like last year, I and maybe since COVID perhaps, I think I felt so overwhelmed by everything that was going on in the news and everything that like yeah. all of the new things that were coming out. Like and something new every single Something day. new all yeah. the time. And and honestly, I felt so overwhelmed by it emotionally that I don't think I was able to kind of take it in intellectually and emotionally. Yeah. And to the point where I started ignoring the news. Like I will be honest, I stopped watching the news for a while. And um, and I would always have this perspective, even as a kid, of like, God doesn't care about money. Like, this isn't going to matter one day. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about politics. Who cares what, who's going to lead? Like, and I, as much as I appreciated the diversity of my friends and family and people who I knew in my life, um, I didn't, I just felt like I didn't dig in deeper to how 
the way that society might actually not see them. Um, and so in the last year, I've been struggling because I'm like, okay, God, why are we talking so much about race and privilege and whatnot if like this isn't going to matter one day? And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and I felt like the Lord was showing me Matt, like some scriptures in Matthew, specifically Matthew 15, where he approaches the Canaanite woman and um, he actually shows just the social system of discrimination against Samaritan or against Canaanites. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually says, you know, how I can't heal your daughter because um, I'm meant to be here for the house of Israel, which are basically the Jews. And so she's like, well, even he was like, why would I give, you know, these these things to the dogs or the pet dogs of the, the children? This uh, Yes, the, the scrapes. scrapes. Yeah. And, the, and the woman was like, well, even the dogs, like, will take whatever's on the ground mm-hmm. and whatever whatever the children won't appreciate. And and then so he saw her faith and he was like, woman, you know, your daughter is made whole. So um, he healed in that moment. He crossed this boundary of like, she's not Jewish um, and also spoke to a woman, which like back then you didn't really speak to women back there. So I was just thinking about how much he like crossed boundaries. Yeah. Like he didn't have the same social distancing that he probably was expected to have as a leader. Um, he, like a lot of the Sadducees and Pharisees looked down on him because he would talk to women, because he would talk to Samaritans and Canaanites, because he would talk to Gentiles, which were basically anyone that's not Jewish. And I was like, okay, God, what does this matter? And I felt like Jesus was sharing with me, like even in his day, he would break those barriers, those artificial barriers that we as humans might give each other Mm -hmm. and put on ourselves. And so it made me realize, okay, if Jesus can be fully human, and kind of go past any social distancing measures that he, that were placed upon him. Like, what is he asking me to do to love my neighbor and to love my neighbor well? Yeah. And it all and it means like seeing the the systems for what it is. It means caring about the politics and caring about my leaders and praying for them. He talks about money yeah. so much in the New Testament and what we're supposed to do with it and how we're supposed to treat the poor. So how do I actually live that out versus like? kind of waiting for heaven to come, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think it's really hard because I would think like, okay, I'm waiting for heaven on earth. But then I'm like, okay, well, actually, Lord, am I you, actually walking am out? Am I walking out mm-hmm. creating heaven on earth if I'm quieting other parts of people's stories and I'm yeah. not paying attention to how it impacts them? Like, mm-hmm. how can I help cross these barriers? How can I help break down these barriers that we might be doing as a society with one another? Yeah. So, And it's hard to do, especially – um, like we said, there's so much going on. And my pastor was actually talking about how because there's been so many things, we um, it's been too much. Mm-hmm. And so we actually can almost become numb. Like you yeah. said, you had to check out, which I think is healthy, right? Yeah. There has to be um, a balance of if it's too much, taking a sabbatical, yeah. taking a step away from social media, yeah. not watching the news. And I think that's totally healthy. Mm-hmm. But making sure that we aren't becoming numb to all of the things. Right. You know, like we just had a week where we were talking about racism in class and there was so much that happened during COVID that it was like, it's so much, what can I even do? And so it's hard to not become numb to it and actually press in. And, you know, like for me, being a blonde white girl, I will never understand some yeah. of those things unless I press in, yeah. unless I have conversations with people of different race. Yeah. And spiritually, it's like, okay, this is something in the natural, but God's made us all different. So different. He's created <laughs> us that way for a reason. Yeah, so yeah. how can we um, press mm-hmm. into that and learn 
and love each other the way yeah. God and Jesus loved on earth yeah. and the way he does in heaven. And yeah. like you said, what does that look like bringing heaven on earth? Because it's, you know, especially like we won't get into this, but there's so many people that's like, it's end times, it's end times, like Jesus is coming back. We don't need to live like he's going to come back and heal everything. We need to live like we're bringing heaven on earth yeah. and allowing like yeah. seeing miracles, seeing yeah. people healed and delivered yeah. and not just like, okay, hey, I'm just waiting around for Jesus to come back. Yeah. Like no matter what your eschatology mm. is and what your theology yeah. is on that, like we won't even get into yeah. that, you know, yeah. but like it's it's totally different things. Yeah. And so it sounds like what you've been walking through is learning that wrestle. Like yeah. how, like what does that look like in the natural for me? Yeah. And you know, praying and yep, yep. yeah, it's and a hard thing. A hundred percent. And I think also like what you said, we, he made us all so different, but also we are in the image of God. Yeah. So it also illustrates just the bigness of God that he would create us so differently. And on top of it, like mm -hmm. it's all something worth embracing. Yeah. And also we get to learn more about God through embracing those differences yes. because he's so big. Yeah. And so, yeah, so many things that we are learning. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. And I just love how we're just growing in, yeah, just each year just feels like a different level of yeah, growth. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's been good. It's been good. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for being along the ride with yes. us and, um, again, being patient with us. And yeah. I think that we are really learning what God wants for the podcast yeah. and learning what it will look like yes. and making it um, practical to our lives, but also to your lives so that you can learn yeah. and grow with us and also just like understanding God more mm -hmm. and like not just what we're learning in, in seminary so that it's like, you know, I don't know, not like dry, a but like yeah. a lesson, yeah. but yeah. like how can we make this practical for you guys yeah. and how can you grow in your faith because of what we're walking through mm -hmm. and what we're sharing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. And and so thinking about this year, um, we, you know, we say it's season two because we're back, <laughs> but also how we think this is going to play out for the year is we wanted to kind of integrate moments of pause for it to be intentional because obviously we had to react with a moment of pause for ourselves, taking a break. But in order for it to be healthy for us, but also perhaps for you, is we wanted to essentially have one month where we're providing, you know, these moments yeah. with content and whatnot, where we're talking to you, sharing about what we're learning, maybe even bringing on a guest yeah. um, and going deeper into what we're learning. Um, but then in the months in between, we'll actually share the practical pause. And so yeah. for those of you who don't know what a practical pause is, would you mind mm -hmm. kind of giving them the yeah. lowdown? Yeah, so um, practical pause is a moment or like 10 minutes where we are sharing different spiritual formation practices mm -hmm. with you. Um, so we've done so many different things where it's mm -hmm. Lectio Divina, mm -hmm. um, to, you know, sharing soap methods, yeah, reading yeah. methods, journaling methods. We even danced last last We did <laughs> with Dr. Tama. We <laughs> did <laughs> dance. That was yeah. really fun and was awkward. Fun. We hope you did it too because yeah, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. yeah. So basically we um we used to be sharing that only for our Patreon subscribers yeah. and we just really felt like this is something that um everybody needs. Yeah. Everybody needs to learn spiritual practices and we learn them in church, we learn them in Bible studies, but um, sometimes like if you're not involved with the church yet, or you're not comfortable with different areas of the church, then at least you have a place where you can learn, um, 
little, just little tools for yeah. your tool belt and your spiritual yeah. walk. Yeah. Um, so we will be sharing them with you guys mm-hmm. um, on our podcast. And mm-hmm. then our Patreon will be a little bit different. We're still going to grow it and figure out yeah. what it will look like. But yeah. um, we think that we'll share, you know, we can't share our semin- seminary like full lesson with yeah. you. But maybe we're sharing with you our specific reading lists and, you know, all of those things. Yeah. And yeah. one thing is that at some point when um, we can quit whatever jobs or like Hopefully do this full time <laughs> yeah. and whatever that looks like ministry wise, yeah. that then we can start creating more um, personalized content for Patreon. But yeah. for now, yeah. we're just going with what we feel like is healthy for us and natural and yeah. God led rather than from a place of striving and yeah 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 so we'll literally have those practical pauses every other month mm-hmm. and you can pause and enjoy it um, and try on this spiritual practice for yourself see if it fits yeah. um, I think part of the neat things about seminary is we learn new things that we're just so excited to share with you because yeah. um, not everyone should have to pay to figure out a way <laughs> to integrate God into their lives yeah um, and so we're just sharing what we're learning um, and we hope that you continue on in the journey with us yeah um thank you so much for being here today yeah it feels good to be back it feels so good to be back (laughs) and we were nervous we're like we don't know what we're doing anymore (laughs) I think we emailed Solomon our studio manager was like so what do we do again like how do we do this thing what do we need to bring what do we need to do and yeah so we are back in studio at podcast place yes and we are just so excited to be here yes and to be with you guys again exactly and if you found this episode helpful or if you enjoyed it or if you just want to support us feel free to um like and subscribe yes just like you see on the screen um follow us and um also if you'd like to support us along our journey there's a link down at the bottom where you can donate to our seminary journey as we do it together yeah hope you have a great rest of your day thank you so much thank you so much see you on the practical pause. Bye. Bye.